This is the Greg and Greg Show with your host, Greg Jake, and your other host, Greggles. Yo, what up, people? It's the Greg and Greg Show, back from our extended vacations. We've got a ton to get to. My name is Greg Jake. I am Greggles, and uh, to quote one of my favorite podcasts, if not my favorite podcast, much like the Chilean miners, we have returned. <laughs> to once again <laughs> mm-hmm. fill your ears with audio glory. Audio gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? If we're going to be yeah. like the Chilean miners, we're going to fill it exactly with audio gold. Exactly like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know where to really begin. We had a nice conversation about Belinda Carlisle. Be- and then we started talking about, so Greg Jake apparently has been doing commercials for, for Toyota. Yeah, and, all uh, sorts of car dealerships. Yeah, all sorts of car dealerships. And uh, we decided it would be funny if Greg Jake, in each commercial, his middle name would change based on whatever their deal was. Yeah. So, like, I'm Greg, end of model year clearance event. <laughs> <laughs> Or I'm Greg Toyotathon Gibbons. <laughs> Greg Spring Sales Event Gibbons. Greg the December to Remember Sales Event Gibbons. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think that would be that would be clever. That would and be I'm clever. here to tell you about Toyota's <laughs> Spring Sales Event <laughs> because my namesake said I should. And then I'd have to work in the. The dealership slogan of some sort. Mm-hmm. You're like, Clay Cooley, just come see him first, see him fast. Either way, go see Clay. <laughs> I'm also Greg K- Clay Cooley. <laughs> if I can't beat a new car Kia deal in Texas, I'll just buy it for you. <laughs> oh, so stupid. Oh, boy. All right, man. So I figured we've got like, I don't know, we probably have about a month or so worth of material that we should cover, but we've only yeah. got like 45 minutes. So tell me about Japan, all of it, every bit of it. No. Okay. So let's just, let's, what do you, what do you want? Let's tell, just reset tell me how to do this. Let's reset here. So the last mm-hmm. episode that we did live was, mm-hmm. um, with Brendan steer, G one Tanner mm-hmm. yourself and me, we had just watched the Velociraptor Pastor, uh, uh, Velocipastor, and it was amazing. Loved that episode. Yes. Loved that interview. Yes, it was. Uh, and then I think a couple days later, I got on the plane, flew off to Mexico for my birthday, was there for three days, four nights. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. We went down to a yeah. place called the Belmond Maroma, mm-hmm. which is about 45 minutes south of Cancun, and it was at the end of the travel season, and so there was hardly anybody there. Not that it's a big resort. It's not one of these big, massive resorts or anything like that, but there was nobody there. And, man, it was amazing. The customer service was out of control. They, mm-hmm. You get there. They hand you a margarita as soon as you walk onto the premises. They said, hey. Hell, yeah. They said, since it's your birthday, we're going to move you to the oceanfront suite. And we're like, uh, okay. Hell, yeah. <laughs> so we spent... Three days doing absolutely nothing but drinking beer and margaritas and stuffing our face with food uh, mm-hmm. down there at that resort, and it was amazing. And then, of course, I sent you the notorious video of me running in an awkward fashion directly towards the ocean, hitting the water at full speed, and then just completely busting open into the into the 
the water face first. It yes, was amazing. it was fantastic. It was you being the absolute dumb idiot you always have been. And it's so funny. So this is a resort that the people that go there like to spend lots of money. Yeah. This is and a you don't. This is a you nice don't have any money. This is an extremely nice ritzy place. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so they're out there on the beach that day, there was a group of people from somewhere in Mexico because they were mm-hmm. speaking Spanish. And then uh, a group of people from, I think they were from the States, if I, if memory, memory serves me correctly. But there was a lot of margaritas involved. So at mm-hmm. one point, I texted, I texted you and G1 Tanner and I said, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to take off running between these two, like, you know, beach beds with these people on there. And I'm just Mm going to run awkward right through them. And then I'm going to hit the water and I'm just going to bust my ass. Mm -hmm. So Erica was like, please don't, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. So I said, all right, I won't do that. So I handed her my phone and instead of running between the people, I ran just directly straight out from our bed into the water. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was hilarious because once I got up, I turned around and you could see Erica just shaking her head in just complete fear and just, you know, she was just ashamed that she was with me. But the people that I was going to run between, they were all laughing. So I did my job. Mm-hmm. I did my job down there. I was expecting I was expecting this to go like a rich person saw you do this and then they went, Harumph, uh, Garcon, please remove this idiot from my my peripheral vision. That would have happened the next day when the British people got there. Ah, because the British people the, were very stodgy, and so we oh. made sure not to bother the British people at all. Some sticks in the mud. Oh man, were they ever? But yeah, man, Some we had fun Brexit down at boys. We had fun down in Mexico. That was a good fun event. And then uh, we got back here, and it was time for you to head off to Japan. Hmm. And we so Greg Jake. Let's well, let's I, just throw this out there first. Yeah, I, I proposed a challenge to you. Yeah, that I thought was going to be great. It would have been hilarious mm-hmm. for you to let get me, to Japan. Let me, answer, let me answer this before you even get to it. No, it wouldn't. And my first vacation, why did you try so hard to ruin it? I wasn't trying to ruin it. I was just having yes, fun. Yes, you were. You were. Did I annoy you while you were in? While you were in Cancun, did I send you text messages with dumb shit? No, because I wasn't gone that long, and the time. Regardless, well, my first vacation in my life, <laughs> in my fucking life, you have to go, I want you to do a bit while you're in Japan. Dude, it would have been so great. No, there's no queso in Japan. I bet there it's is. It's not a thing. Yes. I'm not going to fucking look for it. I want to be in Japan. They have to have queso. I don't care. I don't care. Even if it's so terrible. Greg Jake... Greg Jake challenged me and said, you need to find the best queso in Japan. And I went, no, I'm not doing that. I want to enjoy a vacation for once in my life and not have to do a fucking radio bit. But you wouldn't and have then to really you got, be doing much. Dude, we ran around that whole fucking time. I know. Like, it was nonstop. I know. So for me to have to stop down, try to locate queso, go God knows where to get it, be unmoved by it, and then go, yeah, it was fine. It tasted like queso. That's what it's all about. What was funny about that? You're in Japan eating queso. 
you're the worst. You're legitimately the worst. And then while I'm in Japan, you just send me every fucking day for like four days. Are you having sake bombs yet? I'd be having sake bombs. I'd be fucking having sake bombs. I'd be fucked up. Oh, man. Uh-huh. You're making stuff yes, up. I didn't you know that. You sent deep. me that shit. You sent me that shit for like three to four days in a row. Here's why. And I'm like, dude, come on. Here's why. I no. had. Hey, Greg. I hope you're having a nice time in Japan. I sent that. I'm pretty no, sure. No, you didn't. You sent that after you knew I was like frustrated with the bit that you were doing. No. Okay. So here's here's what was happening. <laughs> Our time frame. Like I would wake up. At seven o'clock in the morning. And I knew that wherever you were in Japan was probably about sake time. <laughs> like eight or nine o'clock at night. So I would wake up and just, I'd be like, I wonder what my buddy Greggles has been doing all day. And then mm-hmm. I would be like, you know what? I don't want to really ask all that kind of stuff. I just want to find out if you were doing sake bombs or not. And so you're like, no. And then the day would go by, and then at nighttime, when I'm getting ready to go to bed at 8 or 9, I knew that you were probably getting up at like 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning your time. Mm-hmm. So what else would make more sense than to find out if you were doing sake bombs at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning? You're on vacation, Holmes. There's no time for not doing sake bombs. And you should have been looking for queso. You're an insane person. You are a fucking insane person. So anyway, like, I thought it was I awesome had to, that I, had I would to wake up, you. you were going to bed, and when I was going to bed, yes. you were waking up. I loved it. Yes. You loved it, and you love annoying me. So you did You did your, You did did your. the thing that you wanted to do. Yeah. So I got I'm that, in Japan. I, I got that yeah. out of the way early. I got that out of the way early, and then yes, I got busy doing stuff. I'm glad you stuff. stopped. Because I don't bother you on your vacations. Well, you're more not than welcome. Not one to. text while you went to Croatia. Not one. Could, I let you enjoy your vacation. You, you could have texted me. You're such a dick. Next vacation, I'm gonna fucking piss you off. Okay. I'm gonna send you so much bullshit. So then Tanner started to get involved because we went on a uh, a scroted experiment retreat to this little town up in uh, up by by Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> we were hanging out and he's like, where's Greggles? And I was like, I don't know. Why don't you ask him if he's doing sake bombs? <laughs> You're legitimately the worst person I've ever met. Oh, so we had some laughs about that and just how angry you were getting about it. And I don't know yes. if he, I don't know if he continued to text you or not. I no, know he did for he a minute. he didn't because he's a nice person. Yeah. You are a psychopath. Well, we were sitting at a nice little uh, Airbnb up in St. Joe, Texas, getting ready to go drink a lot that day. So, I hope fucking one day you're sleeping in your bed and Russ walks in and fucking drops <laughs> trow and just farts right in your mouth, you fucking garbage person. You're an asshole. Ugh. Hey, look, man, I got to keep you on your toes, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, because I don't do that to you. You have to do it to me. You're a fucking 80s bully. Ugh. That's what you say. You claim I'm yeah, the dude you, from the Karate Kid. You're the worst. You're the worst friend from the Karate Kid, <laughs> and it's true. You're no, you're Johnny's friend who sucks worse than Johnny. <laughs> That's what you are. Uh, Trying to enjoy myself for once in my goddamn life, and I have to put up with your bullshit. 
Well, you had another two weeks to go, so I knew that things yeah, were going to well, be fine. I, yeah. Well, when you finally stop doing it, I didn't have to be like, oh, God, I'm going to get another fucking sake bomb text tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to get one tomorrow, though, just so you know. Yeah, great. I love it. Okay. It's my so, favorite thing. So walk us through this, man. I'm, I'm very intrigued by this whole thing. So you left here. You flew to where? So I had to go to Houston first. Okay. And that's where I sent you the picture of Queso that I sent you. Right. Because before I left, my uh, the person who watched my dog for two weeks, Meredith, she got uh, she was like, man, before you go, let's get you some dinner. What do you want? And I'm like, let's do Tex-Mex. There you and go. And we got really great Tex-Mex before I left. It was fantastic. Awesome. Like th- that Queso was wonderful. It was a very nice thing. So then from Houston, I had to fly to Calgary. Okay, I had to go so, up to uh, the north, the Great White North. The, gra- the Great White North. Um, stayed there for like about an hour, then to Japan. Okay. Where I was in that plane for 10 hours. So I took a five-hour trip to Calgary, 10 hours to Japan. That's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, it was fine. 10 hours. I, I was super nervous flying there because, again, first trip, First international trip. Yeah. I'm going to a place I've never been. A place that they don't speak our language. I mean, they uh, do, but not. I'll get into that when I get into the Japan stuff. Okay. But a place I thought would be extremely foreign that would be like, I'd be uncomfortable or whatever. But, and and this guy who sat next to me, this Canadian guy, um, really nice dude. uh, He was seeing how nervous I was and he was talking to me. And he's just like, he's like, you got to calm down. I'm like, dude, you'd have no idea how nervous I am right now. There's so many things on my, I'm like, my anxiety is peaking. He asked me where I live and I couldn't answer his question. <laughs> I was just like, he's like, what town are you from? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just being like this big ball of nerves on the plane. But didn't you have buddies um, going with you? Yeah, but we all flew different flights. Oh, okay. We were all leaving from different places. Okay. So, gotcha. um, so. That was another concern, like getting to Japan and like finding everyone. Right. That was like another thing I was worried about. So finally got to Japan, landed. I felt like immediately relieved, met my friends in the airport, bullet trained into Tokyo from the uh, from the airport. And man, what was the bullet that, train like? The bullet train is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's so fast. Like, it's so smooth, and it, like, it's quiet. It's just nice and quiet. Yeah. Like, it's a perfect ride. Like, I loved it. Um, the country is so lush and green and beautiful. Um, then you get these pockets of just so many places to live, like, so many houses, and, like, everything is so tight and compact. It was really awesome. Then we got to Tokyo Station, uh, got at, like, Got a cab, went to our hotel, which <laughs> my old roommate Colin, uh, who went with me on the trip. So like I met up with him, uh, my friend Adil, and then my friend Rob. My friend Rob, I've known most of my life. Um, and then we got to this hotel, and Colin had <laughs> had booked the wrong rooms. Mm. <laughs> so mm. we only had two single bed rooms. Oh no. So we had to book another room and then Colin had to book his own room in a different hotel cuz they were sold out. Oh no, man. He could have just slept on the floor, right? 
Yeah, we talked about it, but like we had all just gotten in and we wanted a bed to sleep yeah, in. Yeah, that makes sense. So we finally got in, went to like, we're just walking around in Tokyo, just found a place to eat that was like really good. Like we just got kind of like like kebabs and, and fish, raw fish, sushi, yeah, uh, and sashimi. And uh, that was just a, a nice nice starter. Did you feel like when you walked in there, was it just like, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm about to eat sushi in Japan? Like, did you kind of feel at one with the country at that moment? Well, I didn't. I didn't think I was going to eat like sashimi that night. Right. And then the guy's just like, "We have good sashimi, so if you want to get it, you should." And we were like, "Okay." Did it? Like, do you think any, was it any better there? Than it yes. would be here. Like I mean, Expo- exponentially okay, better. And okay. this place wasn't even like a real sushi spot. Yeah, like their fish was so much fresher and better <laughs> than any fish I've had in the United States. It's like it's ridiculous str- street sushi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like st- everything I ate in Japan was phenomenal. Yeah, like there, I can remember the one bad thing I ate more than I can remember every good thing I ate because everything was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so that that was a good way to start it, and then on the next day we spent a whole day in Tokyo, just did so much, walked all over. We walked like twenty miles. Yeah, went to the gardens, went to temples, just went everywhere. Um, we went to that that street, that famous street that like everyone crosses. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. Yeah. We went there. Um, just really like. Got everything that touristy out of the way immediately. Right. Yeah. Okay. We left there. We went to this this. Uh, we left Tokyo the next day and went to this town called Hakone. Okay. And Hakone is known for its hot springs. It's also like under Mount Fuji. Okay. <laughs> it's like right right where Mount Fuji is. Okay. So that was rad. Yeah. So we went. We had to take the bullet train for like two hours to get there. Then we had to take a bus an hour going up this like small mountain path. Mm, yeah, man, that seems like it's very s- sketchy and scary at the same time. It was rad. It was totally rad because the see, the sights were beautiful. Right. So you kind of felt this, like, like even if you fell off mm-hmm. the mountain, then you're just looking mm-hmm. at heaven right now. So that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just die. Yeah. And and, and you know I don't want to die anyway. So I mean, you were one, you, like you weren't too far from your the man that's going to kill you. So. Hmm. Kim Jong Un could have gotten me right there. <laughs> he could have. Um, so yeah, we we spent that time in in Hakone, and we went to this resort, which was a great like change of pace. Like we just got to hang out with like these hot springs, and we had a hot spring tub in our in our room, like in our our hotel room. That was super rad. Um, then the next day, we kind of explored Hakone a little bit, which is just like this small fishing village. Okay. So went to like the main area, just kind of dicked around for the day. So when four American white dudes are walking around a small fishing town in Japan, yeah, mm-hmm. what's the vibe of the the locals? So it's a small fishing town, but it's also very touristy, and even the the people there were Japanese tourists. Oh, okay. So like they didn't they didn't care, right? I never felt like I was stared at because the culture is too polite and too to itself. Right. Like everybody just kind of does their own thing there. Yeah. So yeah, that. So we're walking around that vi- the the fishing village. We've got to ride on this pirate ship thing. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was this fucking pirate ship. Okay. Um, 
Then we left there and we went to Osaka, and I loved Osaka. Loved. All right. It. You Osaka, should have done. Did you do any yeah. Osaka bombs there? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you went to Osaka. Yes. All right. And Osa- Osaka's red. Uh, just kind of like explored the city. Had ramen. Had su- the the first real sushi meal we had was in Osaka. Like we had gotten sashimi at places because it's just part of it. Yeah. Like anywhere you go, you can get it pretty much. But we had our first real sushi meal there, and I thought it couldn't get better than this. Right. Like okay, that was the best sushi I've ever had in my life. And then we got two giant plates of it. Like, each one of us got a giant, like, fucking plate of sushi. And it cost us total, per person, $37. No way! And it was the best sushi I've ever had in my life till that point. Oh, yeah. You know what? I never really thought about that. I bet it's probably not nearly as expensive there as it is here. No, it's not. Like, they had this eel, this, like, it was like this special eel thing that they had. Yeah. And it was so fucking good. We got, like... We got like twenty pieces of it. Dang, it was so good. That's living large, brother. Oh my god. So yeah, so we ate we ate a whole bunch of really great things in Osaka. Got to see a lot of really cool stuff. Got a bunch of vending machine shit. Like Saw what? Some more temples. Well, okay, explain the vending machines shit. So in because that's a, that's a thing there. Yeah, in Japan, vending machines are everywhere, literally everywhere. Yeah, and they've got some have beer in them. We found a vending machine that had pre-poured shots in it. What? <laughs> There's no open container laws in Japan, so you could just walk around drinking. And do people do that? I mean, we did. What? It's it's very touristy, but I did. I've seen. I saw people drinking beers from vending machines. Did you see anybody? Like, what's the homeless situation like? I didn't see anybody. Okay. Like, I never had somebody come up to me like, "Do you have any change?" Yeah. They probably just like, fall on the sword, though. You know, like, that's probably mm-hmm. not, that's not a thing there. I mean, I'm sure th- that it is, but it's probably not a, it's not as, as as accepted culturally, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it's it's very shameful there. Where yeah. I mean, it's shameful here, but, like, these people are out in public. Right. Begging for money. Yeah, that ain't happening there, bro. But I didn't see, I didn't see a person I think was homeless. Okay. Um, so yeah, then we, we spent, we spent like four, four or five days in, in, uh, Osaka and then we went to Kyoto, which just kind of spent a day there. Um, okay, so that's we north went... of Osaka. I'm following along mm-hmm. on a map now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kyoto's cool. It's, it's a lot quieter than Osaka. Like it's a lot less of a, uh, like hap, not, I wouldn't say happening, but like a lot, it's a lot more rural mm-hmm. than Osaka's like more city. Man, you guys covered some ground. Yeah, dude. Then we went from there back to Tokyo. Okay. And spent the remaining uh, six days in Tokyo. Okay. And we, yeah. And so, you know, you just kind of farted around and checked some stuff out. Did you go check out any of the national parks? Yes, we went to the National Garden in Tokyo. Okay. Um, the Royal Garden, which was sick. Um, we went, we went to like a bunch of different parks in Kyoto and Osaka, but like they're mostly like temples and stuff. Right. Um, we went to Golden Guy in Tokyo, which is really cool. It's like this 
four blocks by four blocks that are all bars. Every place is a bar, and they're all like five to ten seater bars, and that's like per bar. Yeah, so, like, so they're it's just you small. and the bartender. Yeah. And what's the the? I mean, the colors everywhere. Is it just bright? Yes. You know what I mean? It's uh, like, it, it, you know, like you go around, you know, downtown mm-hmm. Dallas or whatever. And yeah, there's a couple buildings that are lit up with colors. But I just, I guess it's just the Asian culture, for whatever reason, is just portrayed as just bright and just flashy and just, you know, pinks and mm-hmm. neons and just crazy colors everywhere. There were like full sized buildings that were all like light outside, just like full sized billboards. The size of a bus that was a uh, all lit up. Yeah, it was insane. Like everywhere you went, it was like lights. It felt like you're in Times Square everywhere. Okay. Um, and was it just huge? Did you feel overwhelmed when you got in there? It's weird because it doesn't feel big because everything is so compact. Right. Like, it's it was enormous. We covered so much land. Like we walked like maybe ten, fifteen miles a day. Um, but like you never felt like it was too big because everything was so small in comparison. Like, the apartments were tiny. Everything was tiny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, just looking at this map, man, it's just, it's insane how big. It's huge. Yeah. Tokyo is. Tokyo is enormous. Yeah, it's um, pretty off the charts. Yeah, so we went, we saw, we spent a day watching sumo wrestling. <laughs> nice. Which was so awesome. Uh, we got to see a Japanese baseball game. I did which, see that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, how was that? What was yeah. that atmosphere like? Beats the shit out of American baseball, that's for goddamn sure. Well, it's because I think the fans are really into it. Yes. I mean, they are so, hardcore mm-hmm. into the baseball game. So in right field were the home supporter super fans, and in left field were the away supporter super fans. Okay. And they have chance for every person that bats. I was gonna say and they don't yeah, they don't stop cheering until like the inning is over. Right. And then they finally take a quick break and then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. back to it. Yep. No, so I've I've was, been yeah. super intrigued with Japanese mm-hmm. baseball for for a, a number of years since um Oh, you Darvish came over here back in like 2010 or 11, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. And I really started following those leagues and those games, man, and they're just insane. It's so much better. It's so it. much better than American baseball. Yeah. It's the vibe is better. The craziest thing was the all the vendors are young girls. <laughs> right. They're all young girls in cheerleader outfits. And like these girls were had kegs on their back pouring you fresh beer. <gasps> it was so great. There was this one girl who was pouring me Sapporos, and I was just like, I just want to tell this girl how much I love her right. because I love her. You just wanted to bring her home. Mm-hmm. You wanted to make her make her I an American. Like, please, please come to America with me, Sapporo girl. I love you. So <laughs> was the baseball field this uh, Meiji Jingyu Stadium? I know I'm saying that completely wrong. I'm looking at yeah, we were in, the map, and there's we like a the, big giant sports complex where they've got like a the National Olympic Stadium, mm. baseball stadium, tennis courts, all that kind of stuff. Is that where y'all went? We were in the Tokyo Dome. Oh, the Tokyo Dome. Where the hell is that? Let's find it. Um, 
Tokyo Dome. There we go. Oh, man, I was way off. <laughs> yeah, this just looks like it's insane. It is. Did you walk There's to it, or did you take a cab? What was that like? Did you have to drive anywhere? No, the public transit is the best I've ever been on. Okay. It's incredible. Like, it gets you anywhere. They have this thing called a Suica card that pretty much you just swipe and go. You just keep filling it up, yeah. and, like, it's so efficient. It runs on time every time. It was great. Um, We got to... And other stuff we got to do in Tokyo, we got to drive go-karts around Tokyo. <laughs> what? Yep, we got to drive on the streets of Tokyo in go-karts. Shut up. It was so rad. Um, I got to eat real Wagyu beef. Okay. Like, none of this bullshit fake Wagyu. Yeah. Like, real-ass Wagyu beef. What about any Kobe? Yeah, it was Co- we had Kobe and we had Wagyu. Nice. Um... We got to have the like we went to this really great sushi place called uh, or by by uh, sushi Yashuda, Yashuda, Yasuda, um, and this guy made us like the specials like what he decided the menu should be. That's of the that best. Day. Yeah, and oh my fucking god, it was he spoke English. He had lived in America for a while. He had started a sushi place there and then moved back to Japan. It was the most entertaining and the best fucking sushi of my life. He wasn't just throwing out some Philadelphia rolls at you? No. no. He did make a roll, but man, that it was so fucking good. <laughs> Ugh. I, I can't eat sushi. I don't know how, when I'll be able to eat sushi again. Yeah, see, I think you're going to be ruined on it. Because you're going to go to mm. Sushi Zushi or whatever one of those places are, and you'll be like, mm. Mm. ain't having it, you know? Oh, no, I know. I'm I'm <laughs> not jazzed about it because I do love sushi, but that has changed my perception of how good fish can be. And everybody was accommodating. No, There was no mm-hmm. problems. You didn't, you know, there wasn't any weirdness or anything. No, I never had a moment where I felt uncomfortable, like... Everybody was like chill. You never felt like a ninja was going to jump out and stab you with a <laughs> with a katana and get out of there. I mean, climb up in the my side dreams, of the building. In my dreams, that happens, and I die <laughs> after eating the greatest meal of my life. You look it out over a mountain eating sushi, yeah. and the next thing yeah. you know, there's a and ninja who's disemboweled just by a ninja, <laughs> sliced you in half, and then he crawls up a wall and out of sight. Yeah, as my blood just sprays wildly everywhere, and. And K-pop is playing, and that's Korean. That's true. T-pop you know, is playing, you want and J-pop. J-pop is playing. <laughs> you f- fucking idiot! I'll get it right one of these times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to we went to a bunch of arcades. We were at this toy store that turned into a porn store really quickly. What? No, that's not good. <laughs> we were in a toy store, and then when you got to a certain level, it was all like <laughs> it was all porn shit. And like fake vagina. It's all fling dongs all over the place. Yeah. There was like used panties and like it's so weird. There's like used women's clothing with like a Polaroid of the woman you're getting her clothes of. See, that's something that I find to be really intriguing over there. Mm-hmm. That that's a thing. That you can buy panties out of a vending machine of somebody that has worn them with a picture of them. So that's like there's only one of those. Yeah. 
And I did not find that, but I did find used women's clothing in a porn store. Oh, man. <laughs> so tell me about the planning of this. Like, how much, how long did you guys plan this? Because it seems like you did quite a few very cool things that had to have been planned out well in advance. Well, uh, when Rob and I just decided on doing it, we just bought tickets like we had no no plan we just wanted to go we had to get something down on the books uh when we involved colin and adil especially colin because colin is a traveler mm -hmm. like he has traveled he has gone everywhere okay he hadn't been to japan but he is he's just a traveler he made a google spreadsheet where we just started putting things we wanted to do in and then like we had the must the must do's and we just started like buying tickets and getting that done okay like he he made it really easy because he is such a good planner. He's got it all figured out. Mm -hmm. So it took us like like three weeks to plan everything out. That's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Definitely not winging and, it, but no. But you had it all but, sorted out beforehand. That's good. We had the big things we wanted to do, and then we were just kind of spontaneous and just kind of went. Yeah, we just kind of knew what we wanted. And then when you when you saw that picture of that dog. Oh like, yeah, that, that I, okay. So that was that was a funny thing <laughs> on this end because I was like, because mm -hmm. that picture popped up on Instagram, and it looked just like Toshi, and I mm -hmm. looked at Erica and I said, "This motherfucker took his dog on vacation," and she was like, "What?" So I showed her and <laughs> she was like, "What?" And I was like, "I can't believe it." So we just went through this whole thing, like we had this whole conversation of like. Man, that is dedication. Taking your dog on a wild ass <laughs> vacation around Tokyo. It's like, it's like, man, it he really loves cross that dog. Your mind? Yeah, it didn't cross your mind, either one of you, that my dog is a Japanese breed, and there may have been another dog that looks like my dog. Well, I mean, it did, but it was just, it was bizarre because, mm -hmm. I mean, it was such a, it's like a picture that you would have taken of you and Toshi. You know, mm -hmm. so I wasn't expecting to just see a picture of you and Toshi Jr. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so we had that whole conversation, and then it was like, she finally came around. She was like, no, 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 there's no way. And I was like, I don't know, man. And then you then you asked me, and yeah. I was like, no, Greg, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a Shiba cafe where there's tons of these dogs. Yeah, I felt much better after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no way I'm taking this guy to Japan with me. <laughs> uh, unless I'm moving there. Right, <laughs> like right. Did that ever cross but, your mind? What, moving there? Yeah. I could see myself living there. Yeah. That happens at every place you go. Any mm -hmm. vacation you take, it's like, you know what? I really love what I'm doing right now. I think that I could probably could probably do this. I think that, yeah, yeah, For everybody does that. I think I would really, that would be a real life-changing decision. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but you know what? For the right money, you got me, baby. Yeah, I mean, it is a nice place to go. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. You did some really cool stuff. I, 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 yeah. I, I think the the go karts in the street is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, baseball game. I'm super jealous of that. Mm-hmm. And then you went to a sumo match. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And there's a ton of other stuff that I didn't even get into. I just had to give you the highlights for kids because you're a kid. <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks for thanks for highlighting it for me. <laughs> I'll be on the lookout for my uh, what's different in the picture version. 
the goofus and gallant where uh. you're you're totally goofus. <laughs> yep. I'll be on the lookout for that. Well, we can get uh-huh. into a little bit more of that adventure next week. Uh, you can tell me some more of the uh, the the more intricate details of the trip. Mm-hmm. We got a little more time to roll through all that, but dude, that's a that's a fantastic trip, a once in a lifetime. It sure is, and I'm glad I got to yell at you today because I needed that really bad. Good. Well, I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that we could make this happen. It's been. Uh, it's been it's been pretty hectic over on my end, man. I've had a lot going on. Yeah, it's hard being Greg Greg Toyotathon Gibbons. <laughs> Greg Jake, December to remember Gibbons. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> Greg Jake, summer sales event Gibbons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the Toyotas must go at Toyotathon by Greg Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff, dude. Um, well, cool. Well then, uh, you know, let's, let's do this show again. Let's do it again next week. <laughs> that's, that's up to you, big boy. Well, no, we're back. On, I was ready to roll last week. Hey, we're back on time here now, man. I'm, I'm ready to do this thing. So, okay. Um, cause Wednesdays are about my only free night now. So <laughs> rock and roll, bro. All right, man. Well, there you go. That's Greggle's uh, highlight recap of his trip to Tokyo and Japan and other assorted places. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you go and you like the show and you hit those stars and you give us the likes and you share it around. We're on Spotify. We're on Facebook. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple iTunes. We're on. Oh man, it's just like I'm hearing that end stinger that you made, but live this time. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple new ones in there. I don't think what I have it. Us on? I don't know. Well, no, I haven't put it. I haven't put anything new in the end stinger thing. But you know, I'm, I'm saying like the Apple and the Spotify. So we're on those. You're an idiot. Yeah, I'm tired. All right. Well, <laughs> that's gonna do it for this edition of the Greg and Greg Show. We'll be back next week with more compelling radio. Until then, Greggles, do that thing you do. That's been another edition of The Greg and Greg Show. Make sure to check out all their social media feeds, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Tumblr, Google+, Orkut, MySpace, Friendster, High Five, Classmates, Vine, Yik Yak, Bolt, Pigzo, Yahoo Buzz, Meerkat, Peach, Pounds, Eons, Friend Feed, Fit Finder, Hilo, Kappa Zoo, and 43 Things. Join us right here for another edition of The Greg and Greg Show.